You are listening to The Building Code, a podcast by BuilderTrend where we talk all things technology and construction. Be sure to stick around to the end of the episode where you can find out how to be a part of The Building Code crew. Let's get it. All right, well, welcome to the show, Darren from Decking Sydney. You're joining us all the way from Australia. Really appreciate you uh, making the time work out. How you doing? Happy to jump in. How are you, mate? Good. Good, very good. Uh, I'm doing great. Thanks. It's about 8.30 your time, uh, about uh, 3.30 our time. So again, I appreciate you, uh, you know, starting your day with the, the Building Code podcast. You are going to represent Australia in our regional uh, look back for 2020. So no pressure. <laughs> Bit of pressure on now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, uh, you, of course, have... Uh, we've chatted with you previously. We know you run a great company down there, uh, Decking Sydney. Why don't we start there for people who have not heard about you and your story? Do you want to give people just kind of like a high level, how'd you get into this and, and what your company looks like? Yeah, so basically um, we look after all decking in uh, Decking Sydney. Um, there's a, quite a few decking companies around in Sydney. Uh, we've been established for about uh, 10 years now. Um, I've been on board with a company for about four myself. Um, I'm the project manager, run all the day-to-day operations on site. Um, we've obviously got an office team, uh, sales team, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so I'm, my job is basically I look after social media and also do all the basically day-to-day operations on site with all the boys. So, yeah, scheduling, all that stuff. Okay, perfect. And, and how many um, team members do you guys have now? We've got about 12 at the moment, so we run five teams. Um, those teams can vary between two and three members each team. Um, obviously, being Dex, we do have quite a, a um, quite a high turnover in jobs in how quick we get them done. Mm-hmm. So you might have a job that lasts three days, might have a job that lasts three months. So depending on what size of the job, that's how we um, basically schedule our teams to go suit. Got it. And you, you run social media. You can check out. Uh, I obviously follow them. It's a great follow. Decking Sydney, all one word on, on Instagram. Over 7,000 followers. You're doing a good job. Yeah, it seems to have grown the last few years. It's um, It seems to get a lot better once you start doing the stories. That's where I found the traction come from. So, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty active on the stories every day. So, yeah. yeah, it's not too bad. I watch those stories. It always makes me jealous because it just looks like it's always beautiful there, like no bad days. <laughs> sometimes the social media can throw off a bit. I think, um, you know, sometimes you have bad days and <laughs> that doesn't really get put on social media. I know a couple of couple of guys do it i do appreciate the couple of guys who have the bad days and put it on there uh jason russell from dr dex he does it mm-hmm. quite a bit and um yeah it makes you realize that basically the industry is not perfect and um things do go, do go wrong and when they do i suppose you can show people how to fix it yeah i think that's good you know speaking of bad days you know the whole point of this series is looking back at at you know 2020 so uh in the united states at least it was around march 15th when you know covid got real with everybody things started shutting down um, is that t- is that the same timeline for Australia, or can you just kind of take me back to that time? Yeah, it was. It was. Um, I think it was actually my wife's birthday the week before, and that's when it started to shut down over here too. Um, we didn't go into a sense of a full lockdown, um, where basically the government said to us, um, essential service means you still got a job. So because I know a lot of people shut down, a lot of cafes and that went to takeaway only, restaurants went to takeaway only. So a lot of people did lose their jobs. Um, the government did step in and did take um, quite a load off everyone's shoulders. They did bring in a lot of support. Um, I think we're quite lucky. I think we'll, because being an island nation, I think we got, you know, they could shut the borders down to an extent and um, they isolated us quite well. Um, we still can't leave the country unless we absolutely have to. Um, a lot of people are strictly coming back in. So, 
Yeah, I think it's um we've been pretty lucky on that side of things to be honest. And the building industry kept going. That was one thing that actually probably picked up more than any. Yeah, and and you know I don't know how familiar you are with the United States, but but each state really had their own call here in the United States on whether construction is an yeah. essential business. And one of those was whether you work on one of the factors in making that is like whether you work outside or inside. Did that yeah. was that a, a determining factor where you guys are at as well? Yeah, it was because because a lot of our work's based outside. Well, all of our work's based outside. So obviously, you're a bit safe if you're outside. Um, we did take measures ourselves um, mm-hmm. to make sure the boys were safe. Um, but yeah, look, the the government did. Every, we were the same. Every state government had their own laws. Um, but the New South Wales government, where we are, they really just said construction just needs to keep going. We were worried that at stages they were going to shut everything down completely, mm-hmm. which it did look like. Um, early on but then it became more apparent that you know things were going to be okay here so um like um uh, we do watch i do watch a lot what goes on in america there with it and it seems um yeah, it seems to be quite um taken hold there um, um where i think yeah like i said being an island nation we're pretty isolated from everything so we're quite lucky and very grateful to be where we are at the moment to be honest yeah you know you know right after the march 15th time frame for a couple of months um, you've heard on this region regional series that you know things just paused, whether that was like leads or things that were in design phase, even some construction paused for a couple months, and then there was a big uh, need after that, a big rush to do projects because mm. people felt a little comfortable. They were at home looking at all the things that they wanted to do. It was kind of like, well, we might as well do it now or we'll never do it kind of thing when it comes to big projects. Was that a similar experience for you uh, in Australia or no? Very, very. Um, the, from that April time frame, there was about a month where we had a lot of jobs in the pipeline. Um, so we got them going, but the leads did dry up. But um, when you're coming into April, May here in um, Sydney, in Australia, it's going into winter. So a lot of people who were planning on going overseas um, for the winter and escape the Australian winter and go overseas to Europe mm. or to America for their summer, um, we did find that those people, obviously they couldn't leave the, leave the country and they weren't going to leave. So they were getting their, you know, their projects done with the money that they were going to go overseas with, um, which was, then we had an influx of jobs where we were struggling to keep up. The same thing, people standing around looking at their house saying, okay, working from home now, which that was a big thing. Everyone worked from home. Um, we're affected, you know, my wife um, worked in office, her office shut down. She was been working at home for nearly a year now. So yeah, so those people who were sitting at home looking around going, you know, I'm going to be looking at this for another year or two years or how long this is going to take. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they decided to get their decks done or they get their outdoor living space done. So, yeah, that was that was one thing I did notice between other years during winter. We were booked out constantly through there and mm-hmm. in, in into the following year as well. It's good that there's a lot of similarities, but I'm also going to take a bit of a sidetrack just for people who aren't familiar with Australia and New Zealand and, and maybe help you have you helped me uh, solidify a few things. So we've been pretty active in the Australian New Zealand market for probably about six years now, you know, selling our software down there. And I was one of the first people to do that at Builder Trend. So I got familiar with it. Now, does the country shut down for four weeks for holiday? Is that, is that accurate? Basically everybody takes like a very long holiday, like in December. Yeah, it used to be. Um, it used to always be the Friday before Christmas. Okay. Friday fell on a yeah, so it, it would be the Friday before Christmas. Then generally the second Monday of January, everyone comes back. So, um, 
So three yeah, weeks. It's, it's roughly about three weeks, yeah. Three weeks at the moment. And every, we took off three weeks ourselves. And everybody does it. Not really, actually. It's um, It's been quite weird. When I was... When I first come into this game, I've been doing this for 20 years now. I noticed when I was an apprentice and when I was also, you know, being a tradesman, a lot of the time you couldn't get timber or anything from anywhere between Christmas and New Year's. Now I'm finding that the timber yards are only shutting down for the public holidays. That's it, which is Christmas Day, Boxing Day and New Year's Day. So a lot of people are working through. I did notice that when when I was um, off this year that a lot of people were working through, um, which was a little bit, yeah, a little bit odd. Um, it's not something that I, I like to do because I've got, I've got the kids yeah. at home. So I want to, yeah, want to make sure that they're, um, yeah, want to make sure that they're looked after for, the, for yeah, Christmas break. I, I just always f- found that interesting. At least four or five years ago, it felt like every construction company did, you know, shut down for those three weeks. Mm. Um, and, and you're saying that that was kind of like a top-down effect because we couldn't get deliveries because those companies were on holiday. Is that kind of what you were saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Um, yeah, it used to be that, like I said, the timber yards wouldn't send trucks out. Now they, now that between Christmas and New Year's, we've got five days there. People people have been working. So That's a poor trend. Know, tell, tell them to stop that. Go back to <laughs> go back to the three I weeks. Put pressure on everyone else. <laughs> I know, right? Like that's no that's no good. Everybody who's listening in America is like, hey, we should we should get that three week holiday, spend the time with our friends Definitely. and family, and go on vacation, man. Hundred percent. You can't get burnt out. So yeah, yeah that's, I think, and and especially the rush up to Christmas is quite hectic as well. So it's, right. um, you know, everyone's rushing to get everything done. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I need to clarify that because I've always I've always wondered and, and been very jealous of that. So we're into 2021, obviously. Um, what does it look like for you and your business and the industry in general in Australia? Is it is it surging like it is here? It is. Um. Yeah. It is getting busy. Um. The only there's always stuff on the news because the government is drawing back a lot of the benefits um, as of March. So a lot of people have been saying we're going to fall off a cliff. So it's it's really unknown at the moment. We've got a lot of work booked up and the inquiries aren't slowing down. So I think I think we'll be okay. Fingers crossed. Um, it's just it's more of the unknown whether the vaccine rollout is going to work. Um, you know, I think that's that's a major thing as well. I think that's yeah. a major thing. I, I think people have resigned to the fact here too that they're probably not going to be traveling in 2021 as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I reckon it's a very, very high possibility that we won't be. So I think that's um, I think that's going to play on people's cards too when they're doing when they're doing renovations as well. Yeah. The other thing what the government did did do with us, they stepped in and did a, um, a basically a grant which can I think it was up to fifty thousand dollars at one stage for um, renovations. So. Uh, the renovation had to be over a certain amount of money. It had to be a renovation or a new build, and then they're going to chip in some money as well. So wow. that um, that did pick up a lot of the business as well. So you guys must have a really good construction lobby in Australia. Yeah, to get them <laughs> to do, do that. Do. That's a good. They that's do, good yeah, stuff. They do. Well, that's amazing. Well, that that's really good to hear. So I guess one thing you had mentioned is because the government so heavily subsidized individuals that might've been out of work or negatively affected by the COVID you're saying once those subsidies end, we're, st- we're kind of back at a place where we're not sure how we settle a- as a country. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I think the concern a lot of people do share as well, because there have been calls to extend 
the grants and you know the the subsidies, but mm-hmm. the government has been pretty firm on it, saying that they, they can't do it. You know, there's no blank check going around at the moment. So. No more blank check. Okay, um, well we'll see. We'll yeah. have to keep our keep your eye on on March for you guys, which is not too too far away. Um, well, yeah. it's really good that you guys have a good outlook for 2021. Uh, as far as trends you're seeing within the industry, did you see? Um, people willing to spend a little bit more money on projects or have you seen anything that's come from positive or that's been positive? Yeah, from this? One thing I have noticed over the last, probably the last year is we were heavily into even, even a year ago, a year or two ago, we were, it used to be a 50, 50 split between doing a composite deck and a timber deck. And hmm. now I'm finding the splits nearly 80, 20. Um, obviously the cost of the composite deck is a lot more, but I've been noticing a lot of people are, not going down the hardwood road, road that it's number one with the maintenance issues and that, but also they're spending that little bit of extra money on the, on the non-maintenance material. So um, the, uh, we, we are getting a lot of stuff in from America with the Trex and Timber Tech, um, which are two really good products. And a lot of people are starting to go towards them. Mm-hmm. Um, they are willing to spend that little bit extra money and get that, um, get that better product. And how about you and the boys? Do, do you have a preference in which material you, you work with? I do, yeah. I, I much prefer the composite boards. I've always said I, I thought the American trends were about 10 years ahead of us um, and we're following it. I hardly see, watching you guys over there, I hardly see any timber decks getting done. It's always a composite deck. Mm-hmm. And I reckon we're starting to head down that, that path now. Whether I don't know whether it was a coincidence that we were already heading down that path and COVID struck and people want to spend that extra money or, yeah, it's just I can't put my finger on it, but that's what we're mainly doing composites at the moment. The deck I'm actually here at the moment doing with the boys is a, is a hardwood deck, which is which is out of um, out of left field for us. For yeah. a bit, so especially when it's eighty twenty. Well, that that's good to hear. Yeah. You know, ticket prices are going up, uh, project prices are going up, so that's good. And you know, you, you yeah, the material prices are going up too as well. We've got a bit mm-hmm. of a shortage on treated pine here at the moment. I think you guys had, from what I saw over there, you guys had a um, which you guys cross called pressure treated lumber. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a shortage on that at the moment, and I'm starting to see that sort of filter down here as well. Um. Yeah, so I was, I was speaking about timber supply, and they said that it would take them about a year to catch up again. So, oh wow, yeah, it seems yeah. like the biggest negative out of COVID for construction, and it sounds like it's similar to here, where where you are. That is to here is the material side of things. You know, the cost is going yeah. up, the delays. Yeah, I I did notice that the first I, I noticed that because we've got a um, a place here called Bunnings, and that's where we get a lot of our fixings from and stuff like that, and. I found when COVID struck, people panic buy and they were mm. buying all the fixing. So you'd go in there to buy a box of Dynavolt or a box of anchor screws or a box of screws and you couldn't get them. Mm. And I think people started to panic buy because even I was told, okay, let's start stocking up on materials in case we can't get anything coming in. So I, I, we'll, we'll stockpiling as well. And then it become evident that we weren't going to have that issue um, mainly with those supplies, which they'll they'll find, but it's more the timber supplies and decking supplies we are having issues with now. That probably actually feeling it more now than what we did um, towards the end of last year. Huh. So it's, that's it's interesting. Started this year. Yeah, that's the first we've heard in the series that you know contractors sort of rush to the store to to buy things and stock up. You know, one of the interesting phenomenons of COVID nineteen in the states here is that individual people rushed the store and stocked up on toilet paper, which made no sense. Yeah, that happened to you too. Is, is, and nobody's was, talking about how, was, how wild that was. And like, why would you couldn't find toilet paper for the first two months of COVID? 
it seemed to be more of a pandemic than the virus itself. The um, everyone buying the toilet paper, you just couldn't get it anywhere. So it's so it, was, wild. Um, it was so weird. It was toilet paper, disinfectant, and um, yeah. and paper towels with us. So that that was that's exactly yeah, right. Even even actually the hardware store, the methylated spirits, you could never buy that anywhere. There you go. Well, hey, we we have that in common. Darren, thank you so much uh, for joining us and giving us your perspective of last year and your outlook into 2021. We obviously wish you the best, uh, your recurring Thanks, guest on our podcast. So I want to let you get to your day. Uh, thank you again very much for your time. You can find uh, Darren and his crew at, uh, on Instagram. Uh, it's all on, It's all one word, Decking Sydney, right? That's it, mate. That's it. Anywhere else they can find you, the website, things like that? We do have a Facebook page as well. Okay. Um, I'm not. I'm not really in charge of the Facebook page. I um. I basically do the stuff that's on the side. Um. I leave the the um the Facebook page up to the girls in the office. So yeah, okay, look after that for us. Don't follow Facebook. Support Darren. Just Instagram. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Well, we, well, you have great stories on there. I look forward to watching them all next year. Awesome. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, man. Enjoy one. your day. Thanks, all right. Bye, bye. Thanks, mate. Bye. Well, that's a wrap for our construction and COVID nineteen series we did for look back on twenty twenty. Uh, we obviously heard from a number of different construction professionals across the U.S., Canada, Australia, New Zealand. I want to say thank you to everybody who participated, and uh, hopefully all you listeners out there um, learned something. I think we all did. Uh, it was really great to look back and, of course, look forward to 2021. And we got some news. So for you longtime listeners, you know that I've always been here as a host of The Building Code. For the first year and a half, that was with my amazing co-host, Hollywood Tom Houghton, and uh, he actually moved on from Builder Trend and the Building Code a couple months back. It's actually time for another announcement of that similar uh, similar variety. I'm actually stepping away from the host of the Building Code. Had an amazing time over the last two years hosting this podcast, creating it, bringing on all the new guests and taking all your feedback. It's much appreciated. Uh, but much like many things out there, it's time for a new chapter. We're really excited. We're going to take a three-week break, so the next time you're going to hear somebody is going to be April 1st. We've got a treat for you there, so be, be on the lookout on our social media channels to see what's coming. Uh, I do want to say thank you to all the lis- listeners out there. It's been an amazing ride hosting the, the Building Code these last couple of years, but more importantly, it's been an amazing 14 years here at Build Their Trend. I'm not sure what's next for myself, um, but I do know that Build the Trend has been an amazing company to, to start with as a first employee and grow with, and, and we're just getting started. So the sky's truly the limit for this company, and I will absolutely be Build the Trend's biggest fan on the sidelines. So I want to thank you all so much uh, for the years of, of being listeners. Continue to listen and support the show and Build the Trend. You're going to get some great content here. Thank you again for tuning in to this episode of The Building Code. Make sure you subscribe and like wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, Head out to Facebook and join the Building Code crew. Thanks so much for joining and appreciate you.